This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, your host on Diversity Bites, the program for everybody who understands the challenges inherent in creating a more diverse workforce. Join us as we explore the strategies and mindsets needed to transcend statistics, increase belonging, and unlock higher performance. Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and welcome to another episode of Diversity Bites in the Car. So today we're going to talk about something that seems sort of counterintuitive, uh, and it's part of the content that comes out of the Modern Manager pillar of my Everybody Thrives program. And Modern Manager is all about uh, giving managers the skills that they need to manage their increasingly diverse teams, both from the way that uh, they interact with them directly and also getting teams to work better together um, because we no longer uh, have predominantly teams that are just always gonna be from one area, similar socioeconomic and other backgrounds. We're increasingly going to have different types of people and that requires a different skill set in terms of managing them and no one manager um, is going to have so much intersectionality and background that they get everyone, right? However, you can have skills and learn skills to deal with the fact that, you know, you will have certain blind spots and unfamiliarity and you can bridge that through the power of connection. So the topic we're going to talk about today in terms of managers is how sometimes your manager's expertise can actually work against and run contrary to getting the best innovation, creativity, and motivation from your diverse employees. Uh, one theme that runs through a lot of my work is it's not enough just to get diversity of thought, diversity of background, diversity of you know how, whatever levels you're thinking about it. You have to have personnel, managers, leadership that understand how to make that diversity work for the organization and not against the organization. So um, two ways that this could happen where diversity can actually be a negative is if you don't manage those differences in a way that people integrate and work together well together. And the other way you can uh, sort of lose is if you have lots of diverse people but you just ignore or don't value one set of people the same as the others. Uh, and that can actually lead to lack, lack of motivation, lack of retention. So long way of saying, you know, if you're just going to create a diverse workforce, but not manage them to work well together and not appreciate them the way you would appreciate anyone in the workforce, then, you know, technically you're better off just having a homogenous workforce because you're not going to get the best results. So putting morality, equity, all those things to the side, just from a practical standpoint, if you're gonna, you know, look for high performance and all the benefits of diversity, it's not just enough to hire diverse. You actually have to manage diversity properly. And the challenge with some of your managers and their expertise is, and I learned this uh, when I was reading a, a book not related to diversity, but more based on high performance by Sean uh, Bylock. I hope I pronounced her last name correctly. Um, she is a professor at the University of Chicago that studies uh, high performance and she wrote this great book called Choke which is really about how people in different high stress situations, some of them can perform 
flawlessly and those same people can actually choke in other situations. So it's a really interesting phenomenon that you know all of us, well many of us have experienced, right? Uh, depending on what your high performance situation is. Sometimes you know you can do it, you have the skills to do it, but that particular time something happened that you just could not perform the way you have the skills to do the way you have the ability and a lot of times you've actually performed at that level before but in a given instance something just went haywire and you could not do it so one thing I learned um, from that book is that experts um, because they become so expert after a while they start to chunk all the information together and they don't even see like the discrete steps or uh, the the individual sort of beginning pieces that they used to when they were a beginner so what can happen is if you have someone that's like such an expert and then you have a beginner join the team and the beginner starts to see things from a beginner's mind maybe stuff that you've since forgotten about and they give some recommendations it can be very easy for the expert just to sort of wave that aside and disregard it now what can happen is especially when you have people who are giving sort of different perspectives because they have different backgrounds and they are diverse and that's what the company wants if you have managers that don't understand how to process that and receive that and because of their extreme expertise are just dismissing that you're really going to uh, not get the benefit of having uh, that diverse talent so what do you need to do instead? What can managers do instead? It's, it's not that they should disregard their own expertise or immediately change things every time there's a new suggestion. That's ridiculous. However, what you can do is two simple steps. The first step is to stay open, right? When you get a suggestion and your expert mind is going ding, 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 and you can all already see a lot of holes and challenges, just stay open let the person continue with the thought think about possibilities and reconnect with things that you have long since forgotten about and stay open because you know there may actually be some gold in there it may be something that has changed it may be something you've overlooked but if you immediately shut it down both your mind shuts down and you can't see the goodness and if you shut down the other person you end up shutting them down in terms of their motivation their participation all the things that you want them to do and they may not give you that great suggestion in the future. The other thing you want to do is to slow your response, right? So even if you do know that there's something that needs to be considered, take a pause, right? You don't need to uh, cut people off and let them know right away. Just let them finish and listen and maybe take some notes if you want to remember what you want to share with them and then share like, oh, you know, we should consider this, you know, thank you for um, you know, your, your, your new perspective, you know, we really love that. And, you know, here's my thoughts on that. Let's work on improving this. You can see how that's a much different and better response that you'll get than, oh, yeah, yeah, that's not going to work. We tried that before. Or, no, no, our company doesn't do that sort of thing. Or, that's not how we do things at this company. Maybe where you came from, um, you know, or from your background, that's how you do things. But that'll never work here, right? Those sorts of responses will really... Um, limit people wanting to participate in the future and to share their best ideas. So hopefully that this has been helpful and you can see how you know diversity doesn't go very far without it being managed properly and your managers are um, sort of a key component
of doing that. They can really make or break the results that you want from diversity. So thanks for joining uh, Diversity Bites. My name is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. If you're enjoying the show, I uh, would ask a favor. Um, if you'd like to support us, you can go to coffee.com and leave a donation. That's ko-fi.com, and I will leave a link in the show notes as usual. Remember, when it comes to higher performance, Diversity Bites, belonging to life.